Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Second and two at the Dallas 9. Love under center. Handoff Jones. Starts left. Cuts right. Hot knife through butter. Walks in. Green Bay touchdown. Oh, man, what a special treat. Wow. Not that call. Uh, this is Sean, RJ, Bobby, and to what do we owe the early arrival of Mikey B. Bassick, baby, wearing? What, uh, what is that? That does not match. <laughs> That's for sure. I don't know. I These don't are know. my guys. I don't recognize the jersey. you got a lot of guys. i got a Trevor Lawrence jersey on and a oh, Kansas City Chiefs hat, Super a, Bowl hat. That's a lot of men. You know I, why he wears 16? Paid men. Oh, yeah. Dollars. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Mike Bassett. No. <laughs> yeah, Carpe like... Omnia, brother. Hey. Welcome. This is, this <laughs> Bobby, was, this, Bobby's uh, greeting everywhere like they're that. entering a mosque or a dojo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just greeting everybody as Carpe This was Omnia. your perfect scenario. I mean, look, I, Hall of Fame or Hall of Shame. Uh, I just want you on the wall. <laughs> like, like, like don't, make, don't be boring. That's what that's. I, I just want something interesting for us to talk about regardless. Just don't be mediocre. So what do we owe this? I woke up at 4 o'clock. I just had a horrible night's sleep. Couldn't sleep. But I, it wasn't because you were miserable over the game. No, not at all. I quit the Cowboys years ago. Like, this is, I don't, they don't hurt me, and they don't excite me anymore. So, in yeah. a way, like, I'm not pumped up that they lost, but it doesn't hurt anymore. It, I'm totally and completely divorced from the Cowboys. I cover them. I watch all their games. Yeah. I analyze their games. But... The, the hurt or the joy of Cowboys' victory or loss doesn't bug me anymore. Were you stunned? Yes, because I did think the Cowboys were going to win 34-20. to 20. Like, that was my real prediction. I screwed around and said 41-0, to zero, like on a video shot at Buffalo Wild Wings. But I thought the Cowboys would win this game by 10 to 14 points. Same. Um, but I forgot what Dak looks like after a regular season is over. And so he reminded me of what happens when it's a do-or-die game. And he's never doo-dooed before. That would be winning two games in a row. <laughs> oh, doo-dooed. Oh, I get yeah. it. I do. I just, yeah. he, he died. Sometimes yeah. he do-dies, but mostly he just dies. If you are Jerry Jones. I once died. If you're Jerry Jones <laughs> this clever. morning. I like that. <laughs> like, what's the first? Like, you have no doubt. I know we're doing this. What is it? The Cowboys? If you're Jerry. I mean, usually he stands pat in this situation. Usually he gets really mad with you guys tomorrow. No, no, it's with you guys Friday. We're getting word already that he's not going to be coming on with us tomorrow. And I don't okay. know that he's joining y'all Friday, but he's, no, he definitely, he's, he's definitely not joining us tomorrow. And he does that rage interview with you guys. Right. He's, can, he's canceled on Richie us. Richie and Grego? Sometimes. No, he's, <laughs> that'd be a hell of an inter- interview. Uh He's canceled on us here and there in years past, and it led us to believe, yeah. oh, my gosh, someone's in trouble. Then he comes on with you Friday. Scorched earth, 
and a lot of times then we speculate for a week and then a week later he comes on and goes i can't believe what are you guys talking about like we're we're literally working off of your interview this is what we're working off of and he's like, I can't believe you guys thought that. Yeah. And so he kind of like did to us. On there's Tuesday. a fire. He's holding the gas can right next to it, and he's like, "Who started this fire?" You know. Yeah. And, Billy and Joel. so now, if he does, I understand. If he fires Mike McCarthy or moves on from other people, I totally understand. But for his history, he's never moved on after a regular season like this. Right. Oh, he actually gave Jason Garrett. If he did this. He would give him leeway always to have a bad year the next year and go, I understand this was a bad year, but last year we had a good year, so I'm going to give him a chance to recover. And then horribly, he would somewhat recover, and then we had 10 years of Jason Garrett. You think he's going to keep Mike? I would lean towards he's keeping Mike, but I understand firing him. Here's what I... I I, I don't know. I I understand both. I I, I can see what... I can see both situations happening like jerry generally and that's why i don't think anything would happen today he like takes a break he does do a good job of like not letting his money get mad not reacting in the moment he will take a couple of days but man like that's just that and i think any other type of loss was okay for mike that loss was like holy cow that was bad i've been listening to the whole show if it would have been a new york giants 07 loss where you have a couple of turnovers that you're like, dang, that was unfortunate, and a couple plays that didn't go your way, Patrick Creighton-ish plays, you'd have gone, son of a gun, if we would have just done this or done that. I mean, you have to go back to the first drive. If Dak throws a completed pass to CeeDee Lamb, who's wide open, he's going to catch it for about eight. It's third and eight. He's going to run for at least 10 when you watch on replay. He might run all the way, but I'm going to give him at least an 18-yard play. You're in Green Bay territory, first and 10 on about, let's say, the 35-yard line. But instead, you punt. And that's it. That was that was it. I mean, you did get them to punt next. They they did punt back to you. Uh, so it was touchdown, punt, and then they punted. And then that was pretty much, you can't really analyze anything else and go, well, if this would have happened or that would have happened, Here, it ended. Here's what I don't they understand. they punt one time with their starters? Uh, I believe so. It's the Se- second, second possession. Second possession they punted. Here's, and then the pick. Here's what I don't understand. I, under, I do understand people when they say, the organizational structure just doesn't work. Like it's not going to work the way it is. Where where Jerry's the GM and you, you've got this whole that like that that naturally causes problems. I understand when people say that. My issue is the last several years, like they've put contenders out there. Like they didn't lose that game yesterday because Jerry's the GM and that's a weird organizational structure. I don't understand this continued issue with that team, whether it's coaches, players, whatever else that when they get in these situations, they just completely fall apart. There, there's there, and, and it's some weird, like vague thing that you can't put your finger on of like this just energy that, that just pulls them down. And I Is can't it, describe it. Can I throw out this just as a, I have no clue if I'm right or not. I'm not saying I am. Mm-hmm. Is it the pressure of being a Dallas Cowboy in the playoffs? Or that, maybe just that, the pressure of the playoffs. I don't know if general. it's the pressure of being like a, you know, Yankees, you see really good players go to the Yankees and die. As I mean, nothing against Kenny Rogers. I loved him as a teammate. He went to the Yankees and couldn't pitch anymore. He gets away from the Yankees, and he can pitch all of a sudden again. And I'm not saying that happens with Cowboys. They go somewhere else, and they're better. But it's maybe the pressure of being a Dallas Cowboy yeah. in the playoffs is too much Might, for them. I mean, they, the eyeballs are there. I, mean, I, haven't, I, had a natural, I have a natural inclination. Yesterday in watching that game, right, and wanting them to win, it's like we have to score first. That I, that I know. We have to score first, 
And then after 7 nothing, you're thinking to yourself as a fan, if this is 14 nothing, the walls are closing in quick. Like the water's rising quick. And that's the feeling of pressure. And that's the feel that Dak Prescott played with that, it looked like. He was shook. He was disoriented. He was pressing all of it. Let's hear from the Tolos. Mike Bassick, special guest in studio. JP in Roanoke. Choppy's hood. JP, you're live on the fan. Yes, sir. Two comments. I'm, I'm in shock. I'm in disbelief. I, I don't have the words. I mean, I really thought they were going to do well this year. You know, I, I really think there's two things that we got to look at. The Cowboys, um, you know, I see Jimmy Johnson at halftime. We need a we need a coach. We need Bill Belichick to come in here. I see second down and three, like four different times where we run the ball. I'm, I'm just going, I'm yelling at the TV. You know, I see Dak every year, the way he, at these big games, he just can't get it done. And we just got to face the fact, we got to start looking at, I think we got to look at a quarterback because he can do it during the regular season. But under pressure, man, the guy just is not, he, he's not doing it. He, he just, he, balls up and doesn't know what he's doing. He just acts like he can't throw the ball. Guys are open downfield, and he's not releasing the ball. He's just – man, he, he he just curls under pressure. Thanks for the call. What are you more concrete in in your belief, Mike, that McCarthy's not the guy or Dak's not, a, not the guy? Well, in a way, both, but I would say Dak. Dak has had Jason Garrett. Dak has had Scott Linehan. Dak has had Kellen Moore. Dak now has uh, McCarthy. And – he has proven to me from 2016 to 2023 now, that's long enough for me to know, when it's on the line, he will fail. Mm. He just will. It, it, I'm, hey, I'm, a, I'm fine. Bring in another offensive coordinator. Bring in another head coach. I've seen him with other offensive coordinators. I've seen him with other head coaches. And for some reason, when you're playing Jimmy Garoppolo, he can't pass the ball anymore. Like Jimmy was horrible. When you go back and watch that game, Jimmy Garoppolo was atrocious. And Dak's like, I'm going to play at the same level pretty much in this game. Like, that was, I'm not saying an easy win because they had a good defense. Yeah. But, like, you literally played against the worst quarterback in the NFL in the playoffs that year. You lost at home. Last year, you go to San Francisco, very tough game. You do absolutely nothing offensively and you lose. Yesterday, the defense set the tone on the first drive that we're not going to stop them. And Dak said, Guess what? I'm not going to score. And so that, I, I just, I hate it. I hate that Dak's not good enough because he seems like a great person. I don't know him as a person at all. He seems like a great person. He wants to be great, but it it's too much pressure. He's kind of like a number three start. If I had to compare it to baseball, he's a number three starting pitcher in baseball. You can love him in the regular season. But then when you get to the playoffs, you're like, oh, crap, he's pitching game three tonight. You know, yeah. and you're like, come on, just give us five, man. Give us well, five it's, and it's, a chance. It's also not even that he's pitching game three is that, Sometimes, like he's and, and now yesterday he wasn't, but it it's almost like it's a number three starter going up against number one. Yeah, right. You know, and like you you have to compare that because if you want to win Super Bowls or multiple Super Bowls, you got to be compared to the guys who can, which are usually generally number ones. And Dak is a really, really, really good quarterback. I think he's a great quarterback. I think you know the question is is that. Do you stay with great, or do you try to find elite? Alexander McKinney, you're up next. Alexander, you are live on the fan. Hey, guys. <clears throat> Listen, I, all of these, you know, emotions and things going around about this or that, dude, Dak can't play defense. It didn't matter if Dak threw a touchdown on every possession. 
that they had. Defense was letting them score, you know. So can I can I ask you a question real quick? But just I'm going to go back a few years ago. Did Kansas City or Buffalo stop each other? Like, I understand what you're saying. You are correct. I'm not saying you're wrong about the Cowboys' defense yesterday. But I've seen Joe Burrow recently. I've seen Patrick Mahomes. I've seen Josh Allen. I'm not saying they each won all of those games. But I've seen them where their defense couldn't stop. But they ended up going, I'll put up 42 and see if that's enough. Mike, you know, you've been a pro ball player yourself. We all play sports. There are times when when things just aren't clicking. And like Dak said, when it started clicking, it was too late. The, the 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 scale had been tilted too 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 far. It's just like this. Still like this is like the Forty uh, ers Cowboys NFC Championship game. Spotted them twenty one points. Give the Cowboys a few more minutes, they would have come back and won that game. Think sometimes things the ball bounce that way, guys. You we all know that. My issue is, man, I hate to see players leave after things like this. Like I knew when when Zeke when they didn't bring Zeke back first game they have red zone issues Zeke would have allowed them to be a little more versatile in their uh, play calling than they were this year because Tony Pollard was not a uh, uh, bell cow or running back so I just hate to see players leave after this because you know their favorite players I have but man Dak did not (laughs) defense let them down yesterday and Dak had a bad game at the beginning, but he was starting to turn it around. Well, when they went, well, yeah, I mean, when, they pulled Jordan they, Love. They pulled it, but yeah, <laughs> it was forty-eight sixteen with six minutes to go. He was atrocious. Like you can't, like this is he, the, the, I mean, the defense and Dak were atrocious. Everything, like you can't make up how bad it all was across the board. The coaching, the game plans, the effort, the quarterback, CD's attitude, the defense—they yeah. it all detonated. I, I wish I was Bobby today. Okay, I really do, because he keeps receipts on what people text or tweet him throughout the course of the year. Yeah, right? it's very healthy. All right, and I know a couple of the accounts that have, when I was, I, 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 I posted one video in training camp of Dak, like, having a bad throw, and I just got destroyed over it. And I have all those accounts, but I'm not, I'm not childish enough to go back. I wish I was. I wish I was Bobby, because I, I would go all to all of them. And just repost that same tweet. BetterHelp.com. You're growing. Real quick, I was surprised because I never tweet anymore during Cowboys game. I tweeted last night when I knew the game was over, like at halftime, just to get a response from Cowboys Twitter. It was amazing. To Alexander's point, he's not the only one that feels like Dak had a great game yesterday. A great game? A great game? Well, not great, but at the the end, they see three yards and uh, all these points. Ten years from now, when we kind of forget how this game flowed and we just look at the game, we're going to go, Dude, he wasn't the issue. 400 yeah. yards and three touchdowns. How He had to throw the ball 60 times in this game because we couldn't run it, right? You're going to go back and just look at the stats and go, Dak was not the issue. Christy and Red Oak. Christy, you are live on the DNM Leasing Hotline. Good, good morning, guys. Uh, I guess the first thing I, I thought was, thank you, Jerry, for not getting on after the game and, and making some dumb excuse for what we saw like we're, we're total idiots. So thank you, Jerry, for that. Um, yeah, he had zero words, zero explanation the, for the game. <laughs> yeah, for, for the rest of the game, I mean, it's like all of these guys should be on their final finals. Jerry, Dak, Dak, you're getting ready to ask to be the highest paid player in NFL history. Do you think you put a resume out there for that? I'm just, I'm just asking. A sister just wants to know. <laughs> and for, and for, uh, as far as replacing the the coach. 
Jerry tells us every year when something bad happens that we got to look at the history. Well, I hope Jerry has become a history buff. Look at the history of your coach. If you guys are satisfied with going to the bank with the bag and you're fine with these one and done, then you've got a winning recipe. But if you want to get to a championship, you don't have a championship quarterback. You drafted him in the fourth round. He keeps showing you every playoff why he's a fourth-round pick. And you don't have the kind of coach that can grab a hold of a team that has a tendency to do what this one does, which is fall apart under pressure, go get yourself a winning coach, and really seriously think before you make your quarterback the highest-played NFL player in history. Great call, Christy. We appreciate it. We may have an update on Jerry Jones. I got a couple of different things coming in, and Dan Brunoff, our meteorologist downstairs, is going to give you your weather update for today. Sean, RJ, Roberto, and Mikey B. Hello! Next. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Instead, he's going to take a fake, and Love rolls to his right, and sidearms a throw in the end zone. Touchdown. Romeo Dobbs. And Love dropped down. He found a whole new arm slot that time. He threw sidearm across his body, going away, threw it by Malik Hooker, and found Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, apparently uh, Devontae Adams never left the Green Bay Packers. Romeo Dobbs never had 100 yards in his career. Did not have a 100-yard game. Six for 151 in a touchdown. Mike Bassick, special in-studio guest. That was Robert Brooks, I thought. Yeah. Back in the 90s, Antonio 87. Freeman. Antonio yeah. Freeman. Wasn't Robert like, Brooks. Like, how can you hold Dorsey Levins to no rushing yards, Antonio Freeman to no receiving yards, and still get your ass kicked We like may have some Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy updates. After Dan Brunoff, kind enough to take some time downstairs, our meteorologist from News Radio 1080 KRLD, Good morning, Dan. What can you tell us with a weather update out there? Hey, man. Good morning, guys. Did the Cowboys play last night? Oh, oh no, Dan. they did not. They didn't. They didn't Dan, show up. Dan, Dan, They got iced in. <laughs> if the game would have started at 6 p.m., they're winning by 20 right now. Yeah. Oh, man. What's more depressing, the Cowboys or the forecast? You know, I don't know. I'd say the Cowboys because, you know, we get these little Arctic blasts that come through a couple times every winter. And everybody remembers the big one back in 2021, right? Yeah. 
power outages and temperature negative three. And we had a lot more sleet and snow around then. And the below sub-freezing temperatures lasted a heck of a lot longer too. But after we get above freezing, which will be Wednesday about noon, when we get to about 34, uh, we will have experienced about 84 hours of sub-freezing weather. And did you get see any snow on the way into work this morning? Yes, Saw some did. snow, but we didn't get that much ice at 4 no. and 5 a.m. Is there is there ice out no. there? Is it coming? No, not at all, man. All the, the snow is pretty much tapered off now. There's a little bit of some light snow here uh, south of Interstate 20. So if you're coming inbound into Tarrant or Dallas, uh, downtown Dallas, downtown Fort Worth, it's uh, you know have most snow I saw was about an inch and a half, believe it or not, at DFW. And wow. you guys know that the uh, football game got canceled up in Buffalo, right? And it's scheduled <laughs> for what this afternoon? Yep. Yes. Well, because of feet of snow, and that's all caused by what's called lake effect snow. And so they get uh, two, three, four feet in a matter of days when they get a certain wind direction off of the huge area lakes up there, right? Lake Erie, Lake Ontario. Now, last night at about midnight, we got what's called lake effect snow here, believe it or not. We got Lake Ray Roberts. We got Lake Texoma, Tawakini, Ray Hubbard, Grapevine, Louisville, right? And three of those lakes line up down Interstate 35 from Gainesville through Denton County and uh, eastern Tarrant and western Dallas. So with temperatures in the low teens and a north wind gust in a 20, that lake water's 45 to 50 degrees. Ooh. Wow. So we got lake effect snow here across north Texas. You guys probably don't care about twice as little as I do, uh, but it doesn't happen very often. So that's what caused the snow early this morning. We have a wind chill advisory in effect until noon, winter weather advisory until noon, just due to uh, powdery snow on the roadways, but no ice. And again, we're going to have a hard freeze again tomorrow morning. We got down to 11 degrees this morning, tied the record back in 1905. Wow. We'll, we'll be down to about 11 tomorrow morning. We're only going to get to 26 today, 29 tomorrow, and then we'll get above freezing finally by Wednesday. But driving in tomorrow morning or late tonight, you think it'll still be okay? Yeah. This is the worst right now? Yeah, well, we're good. There'll be no calling in sick. And the so <sighs> schools might delay a little bit tomorrow morning. This is MLK Day. We're celebrating and honoring Martin Luther King, of course. Uh, but there's the schools are out. Colleges start tomorrow across much of North Texas. They may, they may delay it until 10 a.m. just due to the super cold air. And some of those kids have to take the bus. And, again, with the wind chills, minus 10 to minus, uh, minus 5 to minus 10, that's how it feels when the wind blows tomorrow morning. And temperatures, 8 to 12 degrees. They may delay it a little bit. Uh, but, again, we'll get to Wednesday, and then we'll finally be above freezing by the afternoon. And I do want to stress, and hopefully you guys have been doing this, everyone out there, all the Tolos, uh, make sure you drip your faucets and keep those cabinet doors open until noon on Wednesday because it's pipe bursting weather, y'all. Uh, Cowboys yeah. defense was doing that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you're a beast. Thank you, man. We know Leaking you everywhere. All right, guys. Have a good one. The best. Dan Brunoff, News Radio 1080, KRLD downstairs how was it for you driving in i went slow uh at 7 30 in north oak cliff uh it was snowing pretty good it was a pretty strong snow but it's snow and not ice so driving wasn't bad i'm not right. telling everybody to get out and start yeah. driving but because it's not ice it's snow it wasn't uh like it usually is with weather like this here yeah we had the um the front bathroom froze the pipes how do, you, how do you know? Luca went to go take a shower last night. Doing that. But um, <laughs> he goes, Dad. I was like, wow, that was quick. He goes, pipes are frozen. And I'm like, shut up. I turned the faucet on the kitchen. It works. I turned his sink on. It works. It's just his shower against the wall, the exterior wall. Yeah. So 
That one. So we, had to, we I dripped the rest of them. But pipes burst? No. Nothing burst that we know of yet, but um, it, it was froze. The pipes froze. All right, let's let's uh, let's get you a Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy update on the home of the Cowboys. I think we can stop saying and branding ourselves the home of the NFC East champs. Why? That didn't change. <laughs> yeah, they're still oh, NFC yeah. East champs. NFC East champs. Uh, no, technically, it's Woo! correct. So it sounds like Jerry Jones is not going to come on with us tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Would you like to expound on that? No, I'm just saying I, I, the the indication is that the Tuesday interview is done. Yeah, so with season ending, we're <laughs> that's not that's we won't. <laughs> now, that, that was the expectation. Now this is this has happened here and there in years past, and a younger me would say, "Uh oh, someone's gone, someone's fired." But Jerry's kind of made a habit of this in not doing the Tuesday recap interview. What he then does is go on Mike Bassick's uh, KMC Friday show. And scorch earth everything that's unacceptable. There's got to be changes around here. There's going to be turnover, blah, 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 blah. And then whatever happens after that happens. So this is not that unusual for Jerry not to come on with us tomorrow. Right. And we'll see what he does Friday with you guys. And he usually never answers a question on this type of Friday. We honestly just should open and just say, Jerry, just say your 15 minutes of what you need to say. Because we say, what about Dak? He'll say, Dak's my quarterback. Love him. Greatest quarterback in the history of football. And then he goes into something that he's kind of, I don't want to say pre-written, but he knows his message that he wants to get out for that 15 message for 15 minutes on radio. Now I'm going to throw out something really reckless here, but I, you know, they, they deserve it. I don't care. Reckless speculation. It's a snow day. Uh, let's have some fun. So a Tolo DM me and said, I'm just letting you know, and I don't know this guy very well, but again, I want to be reckless. Jerry called his pilot at 11 o'clock last night and set up a time to get on his jet this morning. That's all I know. I don't know where they're going, but he is uh, getting on his jet this morning. He was setting it up last night with the pilot. Uh, so I always love uh, plane tag. Mm. I always you got to check the tail number. Yeah, Find me the tail number, Robert. I need you to find that tail number for me. Would that be really unusual for Jerry Jones, if this is true, to be leaving or not being at the star this morning or maybe even today? I mean, obviously, he has different travel than we do. No, I mean, he he's always in so many random spots doing different things. It could be something came up. I, I mean, I wouldn't think it's totally unusual. That alone wouldn't cause me to think there was something. I mean, we interviewed him a couple weeks ago. It sounded like he was in Europe. Like, like with that, the way that phone connection was. And so what, I, what, I, I wouldn't think it's too odd. What about McCarthy's press conference? Uh, McCarthy is not having a press conference today. So this is, there is going to be open locker room at 1130 uh, where it's the uh, trash bag day where the players collect all their stuff and head out. But uh, it does not sound like exit interviews are complete. So if somebody's going to react. What's usual the, protocol? As soon as exit interviews are finished, coaches conduct their, their you know, final press conference. So. The fact so this isn't McCarthy press conference has been canceled. No, no, this no. This is, this is just like there's nothing scheduled for today right. because exit interviews are not completed. So that that is something where don't read into the fact that there's no McCarthy press conference today. There's just they they've got to get through exit interviews and we'll see where things stand up. Yeah. Now. Okay. So like, let's just say let's just say he's flying somewhere to to just to talk to a a, a coach. Yeah. I, I assume they would not bring that coach to the building. So he would definitely go somewhere to talk to him. They're not going to bring the coach to the building. They have still have, they still have a coach hired. Maybe he's a, if, if he's at Teterboro Airport. Where's that? That's where he met Parcells on the runway in the tarmac uh, of Teterboro Airport back in. I know what he's doing. Two thousand three. He saw Jimmy Johnson's halftime speech. We're bringing yeah. Jimmy back. 
So if he's at uh, some private airport outside of Boston, or Nantucket, wherever Bill is. This is the Jimmy speech that went viral quickly that everyone, everybody wanted piped in to the Mike McCarthy locker room yesterday while they were getting their ass kicked. But I'll just say this. Every single one of you, you know how hard we've worked. I don't need to have people pointing the fingers one thing or another. You get your rear end in there and you play the way you know how to play. We can win the game. We're going to open it up. We're going to go fast tempo. Defense, get after Jordan Love. You can't give him that much time. You do what you're supposed to do. We'll win this game. Guess they didn't reverse the curse. Oh, yeah. The curse. All you curse people. Wasn't enough. All you jinxers. Hey, they won the division. <laughs> that is true. That, that, uh, that happens every other year. Mike, is there a name? Let's just say they make a change. Yeah. Is there someone out there where you're like, that's my guy? That's my quarterback. Not really. I mean, I love Sean McVay. He's not leaving L.A. I think the tough thing here is is you do have to limit yourself. I'm not saying that you have to limit yourself a lot, but Jerry is going to want the praise and the glory of a championship if it ever happens. So I still – I'm not for Bill Belichick or against him. I just don't see how Jerry would ever want a championship with Bill Belichick as his head coach. I, he knows where the praise and the glory would go to, and it wouldn't be to him. And he already has three championships. He wants a championship with an average head coach in a way. And so uh, I think Mike McCarthy is close to as good as you can get. I understand changing, but you would need a person who is a different name than Mike McCarthy, but kind of as successful, but also as unassuming that he wouldn't yeah. get the praise as the championship guy. Are there – everything's on the table today. Are there any questions about the futures of Micah Parsons and C.D. Lamb? That's next in Below the Belt right here on The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The great Bobby Belt. You ruined the morning show. All of these delusional cowboy fans like Bobby. Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me no, take no, off my belt. We're not. And now it's third and one at the three. Jones is back at running back, and on third down, Love is in the gun. They'll hand it inside to Jones. Close for a first down, close to the goal line. Touchdown. Aaron Jones. The Packers aided by two penalties. Take the opening possession and drive for a score. Carpe Omnia, Metroplex. Oh, my God. Sees everything. Hopefully you're staying warm out there and off the roads, but with the radios on. You know what? Off the road, Ryan, uh, who does a phenomenal job with the fan cam and YouTube, it must be Mike Bassett coming in early for the Twitch numbers. We know Mike brings the Twitch. 2,500 total viewers right now on YouTube and Twitch. Is it that or is it below the belt? You know, maybe uh, maybe I bring numbers. Well, the last I? numbers we saw below the belt weren't good, so it has to be Twitch. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it happens. All right. Do we Why have do any questions? I think we put every single guest at 840 when we can. <laughs> do, we have, <laughs> do we have any questions about Micah Parsons or CeeDee Lamb extensions after what have been some big moments over the last couple of years where there's bad body language or bad demeanor or feels like there's a isolation from the collective team issues that they kind of separate themselves from that. Is there any hesitancy to lock them in long-term? I'm not even going to answer that question. Uh, Number one, I want to drag out these topics, but number two, (laughs) (laughs) number two, I'm not going to answer that until I figure out what happened yesterday with this communication thing. Mm -hmm. That was, if you rank the inexplicability I don't even know if that's a word. Where does that fall? Like, of McCarthy's running game plan, Dan Quinn backing off in zone, Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb acting like they met each other for the first time after putting up historic numbers between the two, after having C.D. Lamb labeled and named as the best receiver in football, after having an MVP-type season for your quarterback. What was that? And it was early. I texted Bobby. I said, I don't know if you can see this in the press box. McCarthy went over and had a sideline discussion with Lamb on the bench early. And then it was throughout the entire first half, back and forth, back and forth. Confusion. How could they How could they not be on the same page in terms of route running? So what's interesting to me is the fact that he went over after the very first series and talked to him like that. Is that, hey, we know... The history of of Lamb, who I by the way, I will, I I don't think that Lamb is some pouty little Odell Beckham Jr. malcontent. I, I think that Ceedee Lamb is incredibly competitive. I think Ceedee Lamb is one of those guys who, regardless of the outcome of the game, he will stand up there and he will take questions. He was one of the only guys who stood up there last night and answered everything. And so I think Ceedee Lamb's just very competitive and gets very frustrated at times with losing or or things not going right. So, but because of that history to get frustrated easily. Is that McCarthy trying to nip that in the bud and say, hey, let me get ahead of this. We've seen this happen before. Or did McCarthy see very early on that the team as a whole, there was something off and he needed to try and start addressing it? They're like, we're going to, that's why they handed the ball off to him probably. That All right, we're going to get you a touch of running back. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got him. I mean, let's be honest. 
there was a perfect play on third and eight. He was wide open, and he, if you throw that ball accurately, he catches it and runs for another 10 to 50 first yards. First drive? Yeah, the first yeah, yeah, drive. Yeah. It's third and eight. He beats, I, I think, I, 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 I will... the, he beats, I think it was a linebacker, and if you throw it accurately, there's nobody within five yards of okay. him. I don't know on that specific one, and I will ask. I'm just saying that I know that there have been times. There's one earlier this year that I can't remember where people were talking about an overthrow or the ball placement being bad on a throw to Lamb that was a similar route that I know later in the week they had told us like CD didn't hit the right step. Like it was the ball was thrown to a spot where Lamb was supposed to be. So it's not like you're just tracking yeah. and trying to hit somebody. It's not like a feel between the two of you. It's ball is supposed to go to this spot and you're supposed to be there. And so I don't know if that was the case there or if it was a Dak miss. Yeah, I don't look, know, I mean, but I do need to check on it. I just don't know that with certainty it was that because there was a lot of if they were going over to Lamb, they may have been going over there to say, hey, don't get down about the overthrow. Or it may have been like, hey, come on, keep your head up. You just missed those steps. You'll be fine. I don't know. Yeah, the quarterback position is much more, you know, detailed, technical than just, oh, he missed the pass. I mean, like there's uh, half the time, a lot of times, the quarterback isn't even looking. He's throwing to a spot on a time, right? Bam, 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 count, throw Especially to a spot. Especially with what they were yeah. trying to put in here. And if if something's a little bit off, if, if a defender – knocks the player off his route a little bit, then all hell breaks loose. And that's not necessarily on the quarterback. It's on it's on just I'll say at the two minute warning, that was a hundred percent on the quarterback. There was yes, I was, was like Yeah, that dude, was that him. was that like was there wasn't him. even if everything was perfect and there wasn't a defender there, I don't know what the hell was going on. And you know what? Maybe maybe C D has the urgency that the rest of the team doesn't have. I think a lot of times, at least my, my brain is conditioned to go, Malcontent, right, wide out, sure. receiver, brat, T.O., here you go, selfish, give me the ball. Maybe this guy. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't think that's him. We, when we talked to him in Oxnard, like, didn't you, didn't you get the sense, like, he's just very competitive and yeah. very, like, I don't, I don't, he doesn't Amazing strike, interview. he doesn't strike me as a petty, like, type of person. I think he just, he gets really like, frustrated by losing. And did he lose that ball in the lights to start the game? Like, what what happened? That that right. was that was 100% that, on CD. That was a good pass by Dak. Not a perfect pass, but an easy catchable pass for an NFL wide the ball, receiver. Like, it looked like it got on him really late. Yeah, like he couldn't, like he didn't see it. And uh, sometimes you see that, like, oh, I, it got into the lights or something. And, I mean, obviously nobody cared about that play after you're down 48-16 yeah. to 16 in a post game. But I was like, Early on in the game, what was that? Because he was frustrated. Dak was frustrated. Then later on in the series, they throw the ball that I think is a very easy pass, but Dak missed it. I, well, maybe he knew and sensed prep during the week. Like, maybe he knew urgency wasn't there. Maybe he felt like this thing's going to slip away real quick. I don't know. I'm throwing out I'm throwing out emotional excuses. I did. So, I had talked to somebody yesterday before the game well, that the entire messaging apparently – and this is what's wild to me, given what we just saw out there. The entire messaging to them was, this is a good football team. Like, y'all know we can't overlook them. Like, like, this is a team that is capable of beating us if we don't do what we're supposed to do. So have respect for them and and play our game. And, and then they come out there and it looks like they're just, I mean, maybe it worked too well. Maybe they got there like, we can't beat these guys. They're going to crush us. Because that's almost well, kind of what it looked like. the same messaging to it, every no, week. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think the same messaging every week is don't overlook these guys. Because especially in a playoff game, you, you think would that not Mike think McCarthy, that. they walk in that locker room and go, these guys are a joke. We're going to kick their ass? No, but I would say that I don't think you have to worry every week about telling somebody not to overlook them. Specifically in the playoffs. If you entered a playoff game feeling like you needed to tell your team not to overlook them. What are we going to label this loss? This is like this is the bizarro loss. 
It, it makes no It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But then again, it's the Cowboys. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, it's the history of, it's the, the, Cowboys. History of the Cowboys. I Ever know, since and, and, Jimmy Johnson left, this is our history. When, when I, by the way, when I bring up. We do we do coddle these guys a little bit. Not, not like, like even media coddles. Which ones? The, like the team is in general or like specific players? Just the team in general. Like not just the Cowboys, like all of all of our teams. We we just do coddle them a little bit. And and they go overboard in other cities, but we, we are a soft media. Uh I, I think that it's definitely it's a, a soft fan base. No, I think that there's a soft approach. Cowboys can be different. Like like I mean that yeah. there's so much spotlight there, and you do, I think, get pressed for the I mean, like last night. McCarthy was getting asked some pretty direct questions and players get asked direct questions all the time. Dak gets a, it, I, I think that they do get pressed pretty fairly, not like overboard, but I do think they get some difficult stuff, but the, on the idea of when I bring it up, cause when I mentioned that at the beginning of the segment, I don't want to trade Micah Parsons. I don't want to trade CD lamb. I don't want to get rid of those players. I think they're really good. What I wonder though, is are we seeing the early signs of with CeeDee Lamb, for instance, are we seeing the early signs of where Jalen Ramsey got in Jacksonville? Where Jacksonville was a team that felt like they were on the come up. They, they were they were getting to a certain spot and Jalen Ramsey wanted to get paid. And he was fr- and Jalen Ramsey early on was historically just like the Lamb question where it's like, I don't want to lose. I hate losing. It, it really like gets to me when we lose. And ultimately, they end up having to trade him to the Rams. Amari Cooper was a really good player with the Raiders and the Raiders went like, man, this this just isn't working out right now or, or, the, or the chemistry fits not here and they went ahead and traded him and a lot of people went why would you trade a young dynamic receiver before he's you know even done with his rookie contract so I do not want to trade these people I don't think they're going to trade them I'm just saying for you the fan base or you guys here in the room do you look at Lamb or Parsons and think any one of them fit into that Bradley Chubb Jalen Ramsey Amari Cooper mold of these are one of those guys you might trade away before the end of a rookie contract to get some draft capital and say hey, we're just going to try and get ahead of something that might turn. I guess I'll throw in Amari Cooper. They did trade him. In the history of the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones traded one good player in his prime, Herschel Walker. It led to three championships. He's never, after 1989, he's never had a player who's considered in his prime a pro bowler and traded him. He's always, hey, this is the perfect team. We just need to take that next step or get luckier. So I understand what you're saying, but literally Jimmy, sorry, Jerry has never traded a good player in his life. He does not believe in, I don't even want to take, say taking a step back to take a step forward, but he doesn't, they just don't do that. They don't operate like that. They don't operate on that. Now, now, you know, Amari was in his prime, but look, if they were to trade CeeDee Lamb today, they get they get at least a one. They get what two ones for him Noah, maybe after the year he had. No is the answer to both. Without hesitation, period. Uh no to dealing uh Micah Parsons having him go anywhere else, and no to C D Lamb, period. We didn't talk about it really last week. Did did is there more of a problem, or do you think it ruffled any feathers? And I genuinely don't know. I'm not inferring anything here. Do you think it ruffled any feathers what Micah said last week, even jokingly? That they're heading into a playoff game, and he's talking about Dan Quinn leaving, and he's like, shoot, maybe he'll take me there with him. Did he say that? Yeah, he did. I think it ruffled more feathers yesterday. If I'm a role player, which at best, that's what I was in Major League Baseball, really, but it ruffles your feathers when you're like, you're the leader of our team, Jack Nuts. You answer Jack these questions. Nuts. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. Like, 
I get paid $750,000. I wish I would have got paid that. But that's like a, a, a role player in the NFL is not even making a million bucks. Yeah. And I'm going to have to sit here and go, hey, where's Mike at? How come Micah didn't do this? How come Micah's not answering the question? So what do you think of the defense? I'm like, dude, I'm not supposed to be the leader of the defense. I'm not supposed to answer these questions. Yeah. But that guy's too too scared or chicken-ass to stick in here and answer these questions. To me, yeah. if I'm a role player on the defense, I'm like, hey, dude. You're about to get paid $30 million a year. You are. And you are the leader of this defense. You gotta stand, you gotta, you gotta take the heat here because yeah. now you're leaving it on all of, of us guys. That, so that, to me, that's that's the chicken ass thing did that he CD did. Yesterday. talk? Yes. That's why I do want I want to like say that CeeDee Lamb is never, at least a, I, I shouldn't say never, but I don't believe CeeDee Lamb will ever be one of these guys who gets fined for like refusing to step up there after a bad loss. Like CD has after San Francisco, CD stood up there and talked for five minutes when a lot of other guys refused to talk or just left the locker. CD Lamb last night not only talked, went away from his locker, stood in the middle of the locker room and stood against the wall so everybody could talk. CD is really good about answering questions and answering hard questions and taking accountability and giving honest answers. So I have a ton of respect for CD Lamb yeah. as a presence in that locker room. And so that's why whenever you see some of the exaggerated body language, I think that's just a lot of times a frustrated, really competitive young player who it, it just shows up sometimes. But I, I don't think any of it is malcontent. There is no Odell Beckham to me with CeeDee Lamb. Do we think Micah had a good or decent or bad game? Uh, I mean, he generated a couple of holding calls. Yep. That that, that hadn't happened in, in, you know, since September. He had two tackles, one solo, and the stat sheet, one quarterback hit. I, did, I don't I, think particularly anybody had a great game on they, the defense. Tank had a couple of run stops early, but they didn't generate enough pressure. They they should have generated more pressure. And so and Mike first is first time all year without a sack. Mike is a big part of that. And so without going back and watching it yet, my inclination is Micah probably didn't play up to Did they even the have standard. a pass deflection? Did anybody even touch the ball on when Jordan Love threw the ball? I know that there was one time where he threw it and it was at the line of scrimmage. One but off like, of Donovan Wilson's helmet. Oh, that's right. That, I think that's the only time yeah. a defensive player even was close to or touched the ball when he threw it. Nick Eatman is never scurred. He's going to join us at 920 to answer all the offseason questions. What? Just watching him in the press box last night, just just like ex- he was exhausted. You could tell, like, oh, boy, here we go. Nick at 920, but are the Detroit Lions going to make an NFC championship game before the Dallas Cowboys uh-huh. And how much will it feel? How how, how good is it even going to feel if Philly loses tonight? And do you even care anymore? Final hour next on The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.